have some fun and be Let the games begin! Welcome back to the Triple MCG. Welcome, Tony Squires, Mark Bosnich and Matthew Hayden. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Yeah, just uh, the single hour to share with you now, uh, rushing past far too quickly, Matthew Hayden, of course. Yes. In Bosnich, we sit here in the studio. We do that. We, we do a lot of work. Uh, obviously, we're whiteboarding oh, up the storm. Here we go. Yeah, and we look up there. There he is sitting in there. He's in his beautiful office. What, what did you just reveal? Where were you, like, seconds before we went on air? Well, I had a little swim, mate. You know, it's very hot up here in Queensland. I put the boardies on. In fact, what uh, is the degrees outside? Huh? I've still hot. got my boardies on. Yeah. <laughs> What's the degrees out there? Uh, it's 32, I reckon, oh, Boz. Not a cloud in the sky. It's all good. The What's it here? weekend's What's coming what? to it. Well, it's going to be 26, 28, I think, in yeah. Sydney, around the country. It's beautiful. The weather's beautiful wherever you're yes, listening to glorious, us, obviously. it's glorious, isn't it? It is summer. It's Australia. It couldn't get any better. Yeah. Unless you had already bought tickets. I know, look, you're, you and your uh, contemporaries in the cricket team, the Australian cricket team, yes. uh, loved going out to see some music. Is that true? Fair to say? Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of guys that really enjoyed their music. Mm. Uh, Michael Slater, in particular, yeah, was yeah. just a massive fan of Bon Jovi. Yeah, so he, the Bon Jovi yeah. concert is ridiculous. Yeah, he was. Before we get to Bon Jovi, because I, the, the Stones, for example, Rolling Stones, yeah. they've been together for something like 50, 51 years, I think mm. it is. Just an amazing uh, time. They're mm. touring Australia. Uh, uh, you, will you be going to see the Stones? Yeah, well, they just announced that they are going around. It was only, I think, on the 22nd of March uh, in Adelaide. So, yeah, I'd love to see the Stones. They're their music is just unbelievable. Yep. All right. I think they're doing well, they're doing indoor apart from that venue. They might be also doing Hope Estate in New South Wales and the Hunter yeah. Valley, but then they're going yeah. to Auckland as well or to yeah, New Zealand show. anyway. Uh, so Bon Jovi, that is the, the band of choice. Tell me uh, what happened. Well, we got um, through either Warney or Slats. We got exclusive tickets to him mm. and um, we got into this prize little area. It's somewhere above, um, or, well, very close to Scotland anyway. Yeah. And uh, we arrive, ushered right up to the front, and then all of a sudden he calls us up on stage and we're absolutely thinking, well, we're just going to be ushered off in some little room. No, 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 on stage. <laughs> so we've got thousands of people. We're carrying on like we knew how to dance, and I'm the worst dancer, Boz. I don't know how you go, mate. But <laughs> Join the club, buddy. <laughs> I've got limited movie. I've got the odd pelvic thrust manoeuvre, but that's no, about it. When I'm sat down, people go, oh, you must be a good dancer. So, <laughs> like, yeah, that's a so basically all you do is twerk, is it, Haydos? Yeah, twerk, that's it, yeah. <laughs> you do it. And did you sing? Did you grab a microphone like Slats did with Jimmy Barnes? On the oh, <laughs> well, how was the that? <laughs> Oh, slats. I mean, he was at the absolute top of his game there. Imagine just coming on and punching out K-Sam. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get any better. Brilliant stuff. Right, absolutely. Uh, the second test starts tomorrow next. Who wins and why? The KFC Summer Session. KFC Summer Session for KFC Sweet Sesame Crunch fueling the green and gold bucket. Heads right around mm. Australia. Try a piece for $2 today. Just $2. Crunch. All right, there you go. That's my afternoon. Mapped out. Boz, Boz, you're going to do that, and it's going to drive me crazy. It's crazy. All he says at the end of it's crunch. crunch. Can't you think of it something? I want you to come up with something a little more original, like the spicy chicken that they produce. Oh, I will for tomorrow. Will it drive you as crazy as this, buddy, the spray? Oh, no. no. Not again, Boz. Give it a rest. <laughs> yes. For those who are listening to us on radio, Mark Bosnich is spraying his microphone with a, a can of some sort of eucalyptus spray. Um, very it smells phenomenal, buddy. It, it does. All right, let's get to this test match. Before, How do you spell eucalyptus? Yeah, <laughs> there's a straight in there somewhere, boss. Uh, before we get to the actual uh, the game and your thoughts on it, Hados, uh, there's a story. Now, this is uh, as reported. It's from the Australian today. It says That's the headlines. It's very, it's very credible. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, from Wayne Smith at the Oz, uh, the England and Wales Cricket Board 
has asked Cricket Australia to drop Brisbane as a test venue on future Ashes tours <laughs> because of the supposedly boorish behaviour <laughs> of Australian supporters during the first test at the Gabba. <laughs> I mean, turn it serious? Up. Uh, maybe they'll actually... Listening to KP's tweets, he, he didn't like Brisbane at all, did he? No. It was a shocking venue. Boring, in fact, was the quote. Exactly. Raving about Adelaide and Zhivago's. <laughs> tell me, as a good Queenslander, mm. what do you make of if this is this report is true? It's just absolute rubbish, isn't it? Well, it just won't happen, will it? Cricket Australia, I'm, I'm afraid, will just say... With all due respect, this yeah. is one of the great venues on the planet. That'd be like saying to them, "Look, sorry, no, no lords." Lord. Yeah, yeah, no Edgbaston. Um, no, ridiculous. Well, they swap the happen. other ones out, but the lords in the oval—they yeah. always keep, don't they? They'd yeah, be saying, it might be saying, "No lords, no, Ed- lords, no oval." Edgbaston, Headingley. Imagine Jeffrey boycott if they crucified Headingley as a test match venue. I'm just reading again from this story. Senior members of the England and Wales Cricket Board at the match were so astounded by the behaviour of Australia's supporters, in particular their puerile chance of broad is a W dash 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 dash. Well, I'm sure uh, yeah, we know what that word is. Yeah, stock standard, right? I think it, they're saying he's in the, involved in the banking industry. Uh, <laughs> broad is a banker, that's what it is. That uh, representations have been made to Cricket Australia about the possibility of not playing there. The, yeah. the, you just can't do that. Mm. You can, I mean, how, Completely uninterested, unnecessary, play on Brisbane, mm. great test match, the Gabba, and one zip. Can we say any more? No, no, we don't. We don't. Let's well, hope we say two zip, well, actually, after a, this test match. Yeah, I think it's a bit rich. I mean, I've been to cricket games, especially when you guys have been over the Hados. I mean, uh, the football's a different sport, so I won't even go into that. But I've been to cricket games before, and uh, and I've, me, personally, copped it. Mm. Big style. Mm. Just for being there. And just being from your other players. Yeah, no, no, just from the team. Uh, from the supporters. Yeah. The it wasn't Army. so bad when we were winning. It was phenomenal. I go, yeah, and? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Army Army hopping into Boonie. He's fat. He's round. He bounces on the ground. And what about the Shout with Mitchell Johnson as well. He bowls to the left, yeah. he bowls to the right. Well, they weren't doing that much, <laughs> no, were they? they weren't. They weren't doing that much. <laughs> they weren't. Uh, all right, look, uh, this test, uh, Michael Clark, the Australian captain, spoke at the press conference today. This is what he had to say. Uh, the ankle feels fine. I think not training yesterday obviously gave me an extra day to, to make sure I was 100% today and uh, feel completely fine. So looking forward to tomorrow. Do you have a team? I do have a team. Same team for us. No changes. So James Faulkner stays as our 12th man. Obviously having Watto there who can bowl, um, who's back to 100% being fit and capable of bowling in both innings makes a, um, well, is a real positive for the team. Michael, are you confident that the pitch can gain a result out there? Yeah, I certainly am. I think you'll see two very good um, bowling attacks. I think there's going to be enough in the wicket early. Um, I think reverse swing's going to play a part throughout the test match, and I certainly think spin's going to play a big part throughout the test match. Uh, Michael, things have dowered down a little bit, obviously, since uh, you know the end of the Brisbane test. Can you just give me now your approach on player behaviour? Yeah, our focus is wholly and solely on this test match. Everybody knows I've got um, I, there was a penalty there for me, so I accepted that penalty and, and paid my fine. Uh, and our focus has been on this test match. So we'll continue to play a, a tough brand of cricket on the field. But as we've all said, and we all know there's a line that you can't cross. So um, play tough on the field, but also the, the respect hasn't changed one, one bit. You know, We still have the ultimate respect for our opposition. They're a, a very tough team, and I think you'll see the England team come out 
you know, bigger and stronger after losing in Brisbane and, and make it a real tough challenge for us here in Adelaide. Australian skipper Michael Clark there talking at today's press conference. Mm. He seems a bit chirpier than he was because there were claims, and I, I really didn't buy into it so much, that his uh, Eve uh, press match uh, press conference before the first test, he was a little bit sour, it seemed. I think nervous. I think yeah. just genuinely nervous. It's yep. a massive b- build-up to this series, and he'd been out of the side for a little while as well. So some of his key players were in over in India. He wasn't yep. a part of that series. So just getting all the focus back on the attention of wearing the baggy green again mm. in an Ashes series. And he talks there about paying his fine, but actually, you know what he did? What he was did. make a deposit into the Australian ethos of playing sport. He, he was depositing back. There wasn't a cricket lover around our country that didn't love to see the toothy grin of Michael Clark when we went one up in that series. He, to me, has just risen in, in terms of a leadership. He was backing up someone like Mitchell Johnson. You know, he was supporting you know, George Bailey, who was playing his first game, who, let me tell you, Anderson did not, did not say nothing to him. He, he was all over him as well. So... Good on him. I reckon he's right in the right place, right at the right zone to take him on this time. All right. When we talk, they talked there in that press conference about whether it would be a result at Adelaide because there is concern. A lot of people aren't sure exactly what we're going to get with that drop in pitch. Uh, mm. Now, Damien Howe, I think, is the name of the the groundsman over there. He says it's going to be as close to a traditional Adelaide wicket as you could possibly yeah. prepare, but perhaps a bit slower. How does that change what were the obvious tactics about short bowling in the first test? It will change it. Le- can I? Say, though, about these drop-in wickets, it's mm. such an unfortunate part of our game that you can't get the traditions of the game and those venues yeah. up mm. to speed with the way they used to be. Perth, Brisbane, Adelaide, Sydney, they all had their unique kind of characters yeah. and flavours. You know, so for me, flavours, they're probably not flavours, you don't eat the ground, do you? Uh, well, um, we, we made the meat a bit of turf up there. No, but on. yeah, it's just, it just takes away that uniqueness. So, you know, I think that he's guessing a little bit as... Uh, both sides, so they'll have to work out and and act on their feet a- accordingly as to what they actually bowl. Reverse swing, I think, will come into play here, yep. and spin will as well. Uh, how important is it going to be the toss, Hados? Boz, we... that's an excellent question. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised? <Yeah. laughs> no, it's a mass- I think it's a huge part of of, yep. of a game in a drop in wicket because if you bat well and you bat once, then you've got your opposition side under so much pressure, and they do deteriorate. Mm. All right, <clears throat> thanks so much. There you go. Uh, I'm gonna just before we go today. I will tell you, I'll get you from you, Australia or England, who wins? I think I know which way you are leaning. Next, mm. Bozza versus Australian wildlife. Yes. Find out how. Next on the KFC Summer Session. <laughs> the KFC Summer Session. Uh, now look, there's some noise that just screams summer in Australia. It sounds a little bit like this. Oh, that's beautiful. Isn't that good? Oh. It's the Full cicada. A what? The cicada. What do you mean a what? Do you, know, do you know what a cicada is? Oh, no? no idea. Cold oh. beer. Yeah, occasional mozzie. <laughs> mozzie, I know what a mozzie is. Yeah. Not a cicada. Oh. It sounds like a, a singer from the 80s. <laughs> 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 Tonight, one night only, cicada. Uh, no, it's an insect, uh, okay. an amazing insect. They had some great names. Of it. Yeah, there's it. There is. It just looks like a you know a big kind oh. of flying insect. They, they a lot of them live underground as nymphs. I think for like six or seven years. Uh, a couple, then they, the flying cicadas up for about two months. Okay. All right. Now there's apparently 200 named species because the story today is that they're out and proud. 
Okay. Uh, and there are more cicadas and louder cicadas around Australia this year than in the past decade, it seems. So I don't know where you are at your joint as we speak. If you're starting to hear the cicada, it is making a lot of noise. It's just I was quite fascinated with the level of noise that they can come up with. Well, yeah. well apparently, if you've got your, uh, you know, little thing to measure mm. uh, that sound... Decibels, thank you. The cicada operates at 120 decibels. Wow, what's the equivalent of that? Well, the the cicada in full song, it's the same as a thunderclap, and uh, it's, according to this report, painful to human ear. So if you're up close and personal, and you hear the cicada going thunderclap, which you probably don't, you don't ever get it up and... No. Personal, no. though, with a cicada. Have you got an aeroplane taking off? Well, I've got a few things. That would be your greengrocer. His big one, your greengrocer. He makes a lot of noise. Uh, well, your, your, your aeroplane taking off is 150 decibels. Oh, okay. So that's, if you're 25 well, minutes from that, that's kind of an ear bell, yeah. e- e- eardrum burst. Bon Jovi okay. stuff. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like you're one step ahead of me, boss, because uh, a rock concert, no, 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 it's Bon Jovi, who it is, is about 110 decibels. Okay. So that, which is your average that's human below, pain that's threshold. That's below your cicadas. Cicada. Oh, cicadas, yeah. Honestly. <laughs> it is, it's just like working with a puppy dog. Uh, all right. <laughs> Can we just call them sickers or something? 100 decibels, your lawnmower, uh, or a jackhammer, and your hearing is damaged with long-term exposure. Now, see, Boz, this is uh, what really fascinated me about this when I read the story this morning. Yes. Was you. Yeah! Yes. Uh, Boz, I'm in the mind. It's back to you, Boz. I'm yeah. back in the mind, buddy. Because you're one of those people, if, if I'm at Fox Sports, for example, and I, I'm on the, you know, the bottom level at Fox Sports, very large, large room, yeah. Bozza will arrive yes. and, and with a greeting to everybody, the 150 people sitting at the desk. Hello, everyone. Yeah, yeah. it's not like that, though, is well, it? Well, it's not. No, no, but I don't want to shout too much. I'm very right. polite, though, isn't it? It's very, very nice loud. Boss. He's the world's loudest human being. I've got to be up there. And the specifically, <laughs> the, uh, the loudest part component of you is... Your laugh. Yeah, very true. Mm-hmm. Very true. So what I thought I would do... Uh, oh, you're not going to measure the laugh, are you? Up yeah. the cicada. The cicada. <laughs> Cicadas, yeah. I'm going to get the level of your laugh. This is, we right. have the gen... In most apps, you know, on your phone, you have this. So if we can have the, the bozzer laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that was marvellous. What, what, what was the level? I don't reckon that's even at full throttle. 93. Phenomenal. 93 Quiet, Boz. Oh, that's pretty good. That I, want to only, get, I want to get the three figures. That is six more, though, than a motorbike just nine metres away, according to this. <laughs> 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 do, you, do, you, do you Take that, bikies. <laughs> Take that bikies. <laughs> ride, bikies ride oh, motorbikes. That's, that's a nest you don't want to stir up, Boz. Yeah, exactly. We're going to send you out to a street in the street and start yelling out, take that bikies. There you go. All right, Bozzy, you haven't quite beaten the uh, cicada. You haven't beaten the lawnmower yet. But, but the think... cicadas are at 120. There you go. Phenomenal. Ah, <laughs> oh, you know what I mean. The KFC Summer Session. In the KFC Summer Session exclusive, Mark Bosnich reads Kanye West's... Yo, what's up? This is Kanye. ...most arrogant quotes. I am the number one human being in music. That means any person that's living or breathing is number two. Got that? Thank you. This is the Bozo. The KFC Summer Session. The KFC Summer Session. Mark Bosnich, Matty Hayden, Tony Squires with you. Uh, look, we'd love to hear from you on any of the things we're discussing. We'd love to get your point of view. One triple three five three. if you ever want to have a chat. Uh, what you do, I think you just uh, press the buttons. One triple three five three, and that seems to work. Uh, it's the time of year. Yes. And for those, we're you know, all parents, and uh, I've been, we've got the older kids and now the younger kids as well. So babysitters are good for me because I can yes. often, often go to the older children mm. to babysit the younger, younger kids. Yeah, but we're cold. suddenly get to getting to that time of the year uh, where everybody's going out. 
Everybody's going out at the same time, so you can find yourself uh, a little bit on the, uh, you know, who am I going to use as a babysitter? And I was just noticing, well, my, my, my beautiful wife, Kate Melanie Pascoe Squires, was noticing uh, on, on Facebook. I love when you say that full name, buddy. Yeah, she, she deserves a full name. That was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, she, she was just looking on Facebook, and obviously I'm not going to mention any names here uh, or any addresses. Apart from your wife, that is. Yeah, sure, she's out there now. Uh, <laughs> hi, everyone, it says. Um, hi. My, my babysitter fell through for New Year's Eve. See, this is one of those dates, isn't it? Yeah. New Year's Eve. Uh, my uh, baby is 11 months old. We'd need someone to look after him from about 6 p.m. to about 7 a.m. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Give me the number. 6 p.m. to 7 a.m. Hen- hence, we'd need someone to do bottle before bed, bottle when he wakes. I'm good at, bo- I'm, I'm good at bottles. Bottle if he wakes through the night. They're also will, willing to pay good money, which I think would be essential yeah, uh, sure. in so far the Double job time, surely, after no. 1 or 2 Correct. o'clock in the morning. What would be good money for that? Well, I don't yeah. know, because there's an addition. There also may be a possibility of looking after a 15-month-old at the same time. Oh. <laughs> also very well behaved. That is a huge ask, isn't it? Uh, no, Bozzy, you're a... You, Exactly. You know, are you doing anything New Year's Eve? I mean, if there's no, good money I'll, involved? I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll do you that. You say no to no jobs. No, why not? <laughs> I'm working. You work? <laughs> I think the girls, uh, the, my partner and, and baby, they're going up to Queensland for the Christmas New Year period, so I can do it. I wonder how much, that's why I was asking how much it would be per hour. It's got to be would minimum you, what, 50 what, an hour. What would you charge? Yeah, what would you charge, Boz? Oh, I'd at least charge 75 an hour for two kids. 75 an hour. Yeah, well, like imagine what six, they're going to get off me. Six, what about life lessons? <laughs> uh, History Channel. 6 a.m. to uh, to 7, 6 p.m. to 7 a.m. That's one of those questions. That's pretty good. Have you uh, struggled? Have you done much babysitting? I, I did. My sister's kids, mm-hmm. um, when I first came back, so it was about four or five years ago, mm-hmm. the two elder ones, they were nine and seven at the time. So my sister's turned around and said, listen, I've got to go do this. You're babysitting the kids, Uncle Marky. I, and I said, okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. I said, do you mind if I take them to the cinema they went no no problem mm-hmm. so i wanted to take them to gold class to really treat them but i didn't really know what was showing so i just said what's showing today and they said knowing right. so knowing as i realized during the film was not only m rated so only if oh. I was over 15 but was very very scary so I, I, with the food was fantastic these are good kids this that and the other yeah cheeseburgers everything like when i looked over like after one of the plane crashes in the films they had their they had their heads in each other's like they were hugging onto each other so i said to them both of them olivia and jack i went Whatever you do, don't tell your mother. They went, no problem. As we walked in, Mommy, took us to see you. <laughs> <laughs> was not happy. We was a, not happy. W- when we were away on tour, um, th- we'd have a lot of help usually, especially around that Christmas period. Yeah. So the Buchanans, uh, they had a number of kids. And mm. the, as it turns out, they were in an age where they could start to babysit if Kel and I ever wanted to go out for a feed somewhere over that Christmas period. And about, well, two years, like, two years um, ago when I was... Um, playing for the Brisbane Heat, mm. the one of the middle um, boys, Nicholas, was actually uh, I played with. Mm. So one day he's like, or well, felt to me, you know, time flies. Yeah. yeah. One day I feel like he's babysitting my kids. The next day I'm actually walking out in a first class <gasps> game of cricket with Nicholas, and he's just massive. I couldn't believe it the first time I saw him. That's he is cool. a man mountain. This that one. That is cool. All right. Oh, maybe uh, one, two, three, five, three. Have you before Squazzy? Uh, no, I don't babysit. I parent. Yes, but before the parentage, <laughs> <then> I babysit. <laughs>
I've never had a job other than uh, the one I'm doing right now, okay. buddy. Very lazy man. Okay. Uh, one triple three five three. Maybe if somebody wants, you know, Bozzy, maybe you sound that like person a terrific... who put the advert can ring in and say, I'm ready for mm. seven. Maybe they might give me 80. You know? If you want Bozzy to babysit your children yes. and you want to do the interview with him right here, right now, one yep. triple three five three. Let's do it. And I've got an interview too, as well. I might not want to babysit for you. Per child. <laughs> KFC Summer Session. The KFC Summer Session. Mark Bosnich, uh, just before the break, he's done a terrific service so far, I think. We we're just talking babysitting. It's a very difficult time of year for people to get babysitters. Mm. Everybody wants to go out, a lot of babysitters. He's put it out there, hasn't he, Squazzy? He's put it out there, uh, and of course the phones have lit up with people who are obviously looking for Bozza, uh, just yes. to help, help them out. And oh, I yeah. think we have our, our first call. Oh, do, uh, yeah. Uh, hello, Fiona. Hi, guys. How are you going? Hi, Fiona. Bozzo's babysitting service. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a, bit, I'm a bit wary now. Is it a phone service? Or no, 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 no. I'm here on the phone. I'm ready, willing, and able. <laughs> It's okay. about the cash, though, Fiona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got, you know, I've got two children, an eight-year-old boy and a yep. ten-year-old girl. Okay. Um, but I just want to check, you know, does your price include uh, some free soccer coaching? Oh, yeah. Oh, good call, what Fiona. Do you allow, do you allow bo- the, you know, kicking the ball around inside, though, Fiona? Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> not with oh, nothing ball. broken, eh? <laughs> no, yeah, well, no, I've, seen, I've everything. seen your kicks. I've seen your kicks, and they're pretty impressive. Oh, so no, I'd probably good. stay outside. Yeah, outside's fine. What time do you want them in? Oh, they can stay out to whatever time. Oh, there's a license. Don't give him that sort of license. Right. Right. I know what to do now. I'll just run them into the ground so they go to sleep by yeah. 10. <laughs> have you got satellite TV? That's exactly what we want. Yeah, have you got satellite television? Absolutely. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Phenomenal. The buzzer is yours, Fiona. Oh, I'm good. Go, I'm good for that congratulations. one. Congratulations. <laughs> right take that one down, guys. We have a winner. We have a winner. The KFC Summer Session. KFC Summer Session. Mark Bosnich, Maddie Hayden and Tony Squire. Sadly, time is rushing away oh, from oh, us. We are doing it, of course, for KFC Sweet Sesame Crunch. Oh, no, I can't because Hados put me off. He's going to get sick of it. So I've got to come up with something else, don't I? Rather yes, than yes you do. Crunch, right? yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, Sesame. While we were uh, listening to that music, I did manage to uh, have a look at the television as well. I did and too. Of course, mm-hmm. And there was the boz. There was. I What's going on with some, today, buddy? some women wearing very little and some men wearing even less? What yeah. is happening? Uh, it was the launch today. You're right. It was the launch today of the official ball for the World Cup. And oh, it's okay. called the Brazooka. So there you go. The brazooka. And they had some uh, Brazilian dancers, both female and male. Mm-hmm. And that's and, why you had uh, the blue steel look. There you go. <laughs> Her slips. And uh, I went down in exactly what I've got on now. And I, was, I told you, I wasn't happy with my hair. I didn't have any makeup. But, and Tiago Calvano, who's unfortunately suspended at the moment for Sydney FC, was down there with us because he's obviously Brazilian from Rio. Yep. And he was testing out the new ball. And uh, well, what, What's asking, the new ball going to do? Any different? Well, look, FIFA, the, the, the governing body of soccer around the whole world, they always mm. want goals. Yeah. Okay, so, so for example, if the ICC wanted a test series hater to have results, they'd probably design a ball that's going to take a lot of wickets. So they designed the ball last time for South Africa, yeah. which they thought was going to fly, but it, flo- it flew too much. People would hit it, it would be like a balloon. Yep. So they designed the ball, very, it's, it's very round, and there's very few panels with the idea that it's supposed to like travel through the air much faster. So there's going to be a lot of goals. So it's entertaining, not just for football fanatics, but for people everywhere around the world who want to tune in. So there you go. Did you uh, did you have a kick with it? I didn't. Tiago did. He said it did. It, fl- it flew through the air. But a ball's a ball at the end of the day. Simple as that. Well, at the peak of your powers, <laughs> yes. Uh, when you were, you know, not the, if well, the, a goal kick or one you just drop kicked. 
How far would you manage to roost it? Out of my hands, I could kick it miles, whether it be drop kick or, or punt. Out of mm. my hands, off the floor, not as good. It was probably a weaker part of my game. So but off you're the floor, so, it's a dead ball. You were saying the other day, though, Boz, that not all uh, soccer grounds are the same dimensions. They no, can they're not. change. No, they're not. They can That's change. That's amazing. They can. They, they can be, uh, for example, I think it's international games, they can be between, uh, I think it's 90 metres long and 120 metres long. And I think it's 50 metres wide and 75 metres wide. So it's up to the actual people who are, who are hosting the event. FIFA, I think, like it to be a set amount for these tournaments. So each ground will be the same. But in generally in club football, um, you can have it uh, pretty much in between those dimensions how you feel. That would be like yeah. changing the wickets and saying, okay, now it's 25 yeah. oh, yards, the, not the, 22. The grounds. Remember, like the grounds. That, you know, if you brought, so just say the ropes. <laughs> oh, Hados, you know, just yeah. say the ropes. You know, if you wanted to make it a, a shorter, say, boundaries, you could bring the ropes right in, for example, or you could turn around and say, we're going to put them right near the boundary. That's that, that, that's how it would be. And, mm. and look, j- just quickly, I, I did see uh, the, the gentleman there who were uh, shirtless and had yeah, what, what's, well, what's commonly called yeah, six-pack, yeah. uh, where some of us have what looks more like a wine sack. Yeah. Uh, now, <laughs> he looked phenomenal. Yeah. They're beating drums. Now, in South Africa, and I was there for the World Cup uh, in South Africa, mm. the Vuvuzela was the, yes. the go. Mm. That was the instrument well, of this, choice. What are we going to get in Traditional dance, samba. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I mean, in the crowd, what's the, where's the noise going to come from? Uh, the dancing and, and probably the, the, playing of the, the playing of the drums. South Africa is not a traditional soccer nation. Brazil is. Right. Um, yeah. Brazil is probably the soccer nation. They've won the World Cup five times. So, And one of their great traits is their dancing. So they'll be dancing to pretty much the drums and, and what they had today and, and those guys with those sticks. I don't know what they're called, okay. but they, it was phenomenal. For those of you who have been glued to this program for the past two, uh, two hours, you know that at the very beginning we talked about some superstitions in cricket. It is, of course, the eve of the test match, and I wonder yes. if uh, uh, Matty Hayden did anything, had any rituals or superstitions on the eve of a game or actually in the dressing room. But there was one man... Uh, I think he might have been a South African player, uh, Neil McKenzie. Neil McKenzie. Talk me through we the Neil love McKenzie Neil story. McKenzie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did he get he was to? a complete Fruit Loop <laughs> from, in terms of uh, superstitions. Yeah. He could not touch lines. Now, you're going to struggle as a cricketer not being yeah. able to touch a line because you actually bat on a crease line. So, you And you have to cross the line. Yes. To obviously score a run, score but a run. what even with the bat as a, the medium between him and the line couldn't touch it, so he'd actually drop his bat over the actual line itself. So Which of course, is isn't it? run out merchant, yes. uh, we'd paint lines, you know, <laughs> with, with our feet, you know, we'd start like scratching on the side of the wing. Oh, careful, Neil, just look out for that line, buddy. Oh no, you've touched it. So where did he bat? Did he? Oh, he must have one foot either side of the crease, he or could, did he bat out was, well outside his crease? It was a crease. comedy of errors, honestly, yeah. mate. It was so funny to watch it. Yeah, he, he literally. He had quite a wide start, so okay. he, he put one foot well over the other side of the line. It was just too funny to watch. Did it. he also not have something about the toilet seats in dressing rooms had to be up or down? Apparently, or? I mean, it was hard for me to comment on that because I couldn't see it. But apparently, yes, he, he could not touch it, so he'd, he'd put his foot up, and it'd have to be it'd have to be always up. It was just crazy. <laughs> Can you imagine if if that's what we or fellow teammates would have seen. Yeah. Imagine all the other things yes. that he wouldn't have been able to touch, like door handles and stuff. He probably got his shirt picked up. A lot of people with those kinds of phobias, though. A lot of people out there. Uh, look, it's been sensational fun today. I hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah. We will, of course, yes. be back again tomorrow same for time, another KFC Summer Session. Crunch. The KFC Summer Session.